It's that time of year where everyone is trying to be good. Kids are trying to be good so Santa will show up. Adults are trying to be good on their diet so they can indulge in holiday meals. But are we also trying to do good? Listen in to episode 91 of Just One Simple Thing for a new perspective on doing good and eight simple good things you can do in this holiday season. Hey friend, welcome to Just One Simple Thing, the podcast where we find the intersection of practical solutions, biblical truth, and creativity as you lead in ministry and business. In order to make an impact, you have to take action even when you aren't 100% sure what God is up to. If you're tired of trying all the things and ready to do a new thing, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Krista Hutchins, a project manager, coach, wife, mom, encourager, and friend. In each episode, we tackle a specific issue keeping you stuck as you chase after your God dream and give you just one simple thing to help bring clarity to your swirl of creative ideas. Now, let's go solve a problem. Welcome back to Just One Simple Thing. I count every download an honor and a blessing, and I'm so grateful for each person who spends these few minutes with me. Author Stephen King once said, being good is commendable, but only when it's combined with doing good is it useful. Doing good can be thought of in two ways. It can mean good as in beneficial, do something helpful for someone that they may not be able to do for themselves. It can also mean good as in right, do the right thing at the right time. I think Paul had both of these meanings in mind when he encouraged the Galatians to do good in Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. When we do things that benefit others, God will bless us in his way and in his timing. When we keep doing the right thing at the right time for our ministry or business, we'll reap a harvest if we don't give up. Either way, here are some good things you can keep doing because it's good to do them. Number one, stop checking social media continuously. Surely I'm not the only one prone to do this. Checking for likes, reach, comments, figuring out where and how to get more engagement, just stop it. It's good to have a solid social media strategy, but obsessing and measuring your value by the numbers is neither beneficial or the right thing to do. Number two, tweet in the morning. Speaking of social media, if Twitter feels like a dark and negative place to you, and I wouldn't blame you because some days it seems like a dumpster fire over there, Try spending your time there in the early morning. A study shows that 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. is the happiest time on Twitter. As the day wears on, it turns more negative. So stay in the happy zone if negativity really gets you down, but you enjoy the fast-paced format of Twitter. But if you're more confident in your social media skills, be a light in those later dark hours. A positive word in the midst of the darkness will shine extra bright. Number three, volunteer to help others. Is someone in your favorite Facebook group asking for feedback on a new logo or a product landing page? 
Does your best writing buddy need a proofreader for a book proposal? Volunteering doesn't have to involve a long-term commitment. It can be just a one-time thing that's helpful at the right time. Even better if you notice the need and offer to meet it before they ask. What needs do you notice around you today? Number four, count your blessings every day. It's so easy to get frustrated about things you didn't get done, progress that feels imperfect, and things that didn't go as planned. But good things happened today. I know they did. Counting them up is another good thing. Number five, send a note to someone you've never met but admire. This is awesome to do in all areas of life, but especially in your online ministry life. The interwebs are full of women just like you out there doing their best to spread God's word and reach hurting people. You know it's tiring. Reach out to someone and let them know how much you appreciate what they're doing. Especially if you are ahead in the journey, this will mean the world to them. Number six, ask, how can I help? On the TV show New Amsterdam, Dr. Max Goodwin takes over as chief of staff at a big hospital, and as an outsider, he's met with a lot of mistrust and skepticism at his new ideas. But to everyone who brought him a complaint or suggestion or rant, Max says, how can I help? And he backs it up with action. How can I help has become one of my favorite phrases. If you aren't sure what the good thing is in a difficult situation, Ask that question and see how it changes the mood of the room. Number seven, share overheard compliments. Another gift. We know that people are more likely to say something bad about someone behind her back than they are to say something good. So when something good is said about someone and she may not know about it, sharing what you heard can help her quiet the voices in her head saying she isn't good enough. And number eight, make a helpful introduction. This is one of my favorite things to do. I love to connect people and see how God uses them to fill each other's gaps. People know you trust them when you're willing to extend your circle to include them. Often we think of doing good things as big, grand gestures that are time-consuming and take a lot of effort. But these eight ideas can be easy to do and have a big impact. So for your one simple action step, pick one and do it. Normally, I invite you to share your action step on social media so I can cheer you on. But this time, let's not do it for the cheers. Let's do it because doing good is the right thing to do. Of course, if you want to DM me privately at Do A New Thing and tell me how good it felt to do something good, I'd love to hear about it. Thanks again for hanging out with me today. If you know someone else who loves to do good things, share this episode with her so she can have some new ideas. Before we run off, let's do a little check-in. Here we are near the end of another month. Did it get away from you again with little progress on your goals and plans? Do you need help figuring out where to focus, but you aren't ready to invest in one-on-one coaching? Then I have just the thing for you the most cost-effective way to get the benefits of expert input on your goals and plans. With a move forward review, you can submit your plans for the month. I'll take a look and make sure your plan is aligned with your goals, that it's doable, and that it's structured in a sequence that makes sense. Then I'll email you my feedback along with resource recommendations for areas where you may be stuck. 
and perhaps a little tough grace if you need it, just like I give in my one-on-one coaching calls. Y'all, I'm just being honest here. This is the biggest bang for the buck of all my products and services. If you've ever wanted an affordable and time-efficient way to benefit from my project management experience, this is it. You can get all the details at the link in the show notes. And remember, clarity comes from action, and action can be just one simple thing.